faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener special. Be sure to use the promo code KTKZ because you love KTKZ and that's how you get the deal. Order your MyPillow buy one get one radio listener special now. Click on the radio listener special and use the promo code KTKZ at MyPillow.com. Money 105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Welcome to the Impact Hour. I'm John. Hi, and I'm Rena. Today's show, we're going to talk about your life's work. So what would be your life's work? Maybe you haven't even thought about what your life's work might be, or maybe you've had an idea, you've not really gotten around to it, or maybe you have a life's work you've been pursuing for a number of years and just wanted to talk a little bit about that. And to get an idea what a life's work is like, what some examples here, like Mozart had a life's work, and he had, you know, result of his life was a lot of music that we still listen to today, and a lot of even modern songs will take phrases from his music and put them in, and kind of a lot of, you know, familiar phrases like, oh, I've heard that somewhere. Hmm. A lot of times it's, you know, from Mozart or from those other, other older composers. It's a great example, a very literal body of work yeah. that, that he's left behind, a collection of, of um, things that he's left behind that, that still touch us today. Yeah. Another example you may not have heard before, but I think it's a really awesome example. A fellow by the name of Dawson Trotman uh, started out mentoring. He was a part of the Navy, and he was mentoring other sailors in the Navy, and he mentored you know, a few guys and then after a while he had them mentor some other guys and this thing just exploded and it grew into this organization called the navigators and his his legacy his life's work is all these other folks that have been mentored and and living more fulfilling you know more productive lives based on that and they would that was the neat thing about the navigators is he started mentoring a bunch of guys who went out and mentored even more guys who went out and mentored even more guys so it was really much a passing along right the, uh, very much of a legacy very much so yeah so you might think about who has impacted you in your life was it a teacher maybe you had a, a boss who had a really good great positive impact on you or just a good friend might what they did for you have been their life's work. Was it something that was intentional on their part? Or did it just kind of happen, I don't want to say exactly accidentally, but you know, just kind of in passing, you know, or was it on purpose? Some of the best impacts are really done on purpose deliberately because they want to have that impact in a person's life. It tends to be more powerful than something um, the accidental positive <clears throat> impact is a, a lot less common, and it tends to run less deep, Right. The, the lasting nature of it. Right. So today, if you have an idea, you have something you'd like to pursue as your life's work, but 
it's been an idea for many years now and it's not really been something you've been pursuing uh, and it's not really moving forward the way you would like, uh, we'd invite you to call into the show and to see if you'd like to get support around that. And you can call today at 866-576-1055. Again, that is 866-576-1055. We'd love to support you in that. So what you do for yourself dies with you, but what you do for others lives on. I think that's something to really think about when you're kind of, when you're considering your life's work. You know, if your life's work is pursuing experiences for yourself, that's not something that's going to live on uh, beyond your life. And so what would you want to pursue as your life's work? I think it's worth taking a lot of time to consider that and, and to pursue something that is really meaningful for you and for others, that it's significant for others, and it makes your life more significant to other people as well. It's very much more satisfying, at least in my experience. And uh, just wanted to... to yeah, really quick, what, what do you find satisfying about that? Let's, <clears throat> let's kind of open that up a little bit. Uh, for me, I find that if I, if I pursue endeavors that impact other people, um, what I find satisfying is that it's not just I lived life and then I was gone and there's nothing left behind, but that... I lived and I impacted folks and a piece of me lives on in the world beyond beyond the span of my years here. Mm -hmm. And I, I get a sense that, you know, I finished well. Nice. That I really, really lived in a way that was made the world a better place uh, in, a, in a meaningful, significant way, not just uh, something superficial. That's awesome. I can relate to that. We're in the middle of our first run of, of the Be and Connect class, and to watch the students really <clears throat> engaging and really taking it on and changing and knowing that how they're showing up, how other people are going to be experiencing them will be different. They will be different in a positive way as a result of the class, and that's, that's thrilling That's for me. So I can totally relate. It's very exciting. Yeah. And of course, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, as some of you may have, have heard in earlier episodes, or if you're listening for the first time, maybe not. But, you know, in 2005, I had a heart attack. And I'm not that old now, and was certainly a lot younger back then. And uh, during my heart attack experience, you know, I asked myself some really deep questions. I asked if my life even mattered, and did I love people well, and I didn't like my answers to my questions. And and because of that, those questions kind of stuck with me and over the years have decided I need good answers for those questions. I can't ignore those. So. And that's neat because now you're helping. You have not only the satisfaction for yourself, but it's kind of like a meta impact. So you get to help other people to answer those questions <clears throat> well as they're, they're in turn impacting other people's lives for the better. Right. Yeah. So pursuing... Uh, a life's work can be challenging in today's society because I think a lot of people around us don't really pursue that sort of thing as much. It's uh, very much consumer focused. It's, uh, you know, what can you get? You know, what, you know, how can you make more money and be successful for yourself? Yeah, you get a bucket list of activities you want to do, experiences you want to have, and, and, and people seem to think that that's really the goal in life is to do fun stuff and interesting experiences and, and gather up certain, you know, possessions as though that'll be what satisfies, but none of that's going to live on, right? Right. Yeah, it won't live on. 
So I've learned the American dream of success is empty if it doesn't contribute to others. Mm-hmm. So something to really think about. It's not a, It's surprisingly unsatisfying, given how that's the norm. You would think it's like, okay, cool, I got the house, I got to check out my new car, you know, I've got the stereo, the phone, the this, the that, and the trip, and the and it's like, oh, it's still, it's like it's a little it's satisfying for a little bit, but it goes away quickly. It does. It doesn't take very long. You no. know, a month later, and your new car feels old, and you know, it's, it's not cool. But yeah. it's like, oh, it's not it's not that deep, lasting yeah. satisfaction. I, I think the, the accumulation of experiences and things, that that kind of thing, it seems like it's never enough. That you can never accumulate enough experiences, enough things to where it really fulfills. And then you feel like, okay, now I'm set. You, so it's you, actually you, dissatisfying. Yeah, you get something, or you go to, on an experience and think, okay, what's next? And so we're always pursuing something like that and never really getting fulfilled in it, not in the way it would be if, if you spent time impacting the world. That's something where you can sit back and go, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and what a delight to be in touch with people um, who we've impacted over the years. And they say, gosh, you know, that, that seminar I went to of yours or the coaching I did, you know, it really helped me even today. And this is what I've done as a result. And it's like, oh, cool. That's lasting. Yes. Boom. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's exciting. Yes. Yes. So we want to know that our life has meaning, that it's going somewhere, that it has significance. And uh, it's just kind of a study we've shared with before, but they did a study on some students. It's always on students. <laughs> well, it's psych students, and it's actually required for their undergraduate <laughs> degree yeah. that they have to participate in research studies. There so you it, go. it's an easy supply of never-ending subjects for research. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> test subject number two. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they uh, showed up one morning to do this study, and they said, hey, you know, if you, if you move these rocks from here, here, if you do this job for us, we'll give you $5 for the day. Back then, that was you know, a fair amount of money. And the job was, we're going to move rocks from this side of the lot to the other side. And, uh, and then the next day, it was, it was the same thing over again. And uh, actually, I think I need to finish this story after our break. So you, there's more of the story to come in a few minutes here. Stay tuned. It's the uh, cliffhanger. <laughs> You're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning. Significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. 
And again, if you would like to call in, you have an idea you've been kind of holding on to, but not really been moving forward to it, and you'd like support around that, you can call the show today at 866-576-1055. So to continue our story, they had some psych students they were doing a study on, and they showed up the first day, and we get paid $5, and their job was to move the rocks from one side of the lot to the other, <clears throat> and said, come back tomorrow, and we'll pay you $10. So they come back ten, uh, the next day, and uh, they said, okay, now we need to move these rocks from this side back to where they originally were yesterday. And they moved the rocks back over, and then they said, okay, if you come tomorrow, we'll give you 20 bucks. And each time they did this go around, about half of the folks showed up. So, so half would drop out. Half would drop out. And they kept doing this until pretty much almost no one was there. You know, they're getting paid 40, 80 bucks to, to move some rocks, and, but they wouldn't want to show up to do that even though the money was pretty significant. And what that shows is that, you know, we don't want to be engaged in activities that's not really going anywhere. There's not really, there's no meaning behind it. There's no purpose. We're just, it's just being busy. And people don't want to just be busy. And no amount of money is going to, to, to uh, counter that. Now, moving rocks from one side of a lot to another and back and forth and back and forth is, is plainly and obviously meaningless. Nothing's getting accomplished. Nothing's <clears throat> being built. Right. Nothing's being changed. Nothing's being accomplished. So um, I think that a lot of times we experience this in our work. It's to a lesser degree because something's getting done. Right. Right. But it, it still has the same kind of overall uh, just dissatisfying yeah, and, and different work's different. I mean, some people really, really like their jobs. Oh, yeah. And that's, and that's a different experience. But for a lot of folks, I mean, you know, a lot of, like in the service industry, if you go to a restaurant and ask, you know, the wait person, how's, how's your day going? How's it going? Oh, I just got here. Or, oh, my shift's almost over. You know, and it's, it's all in proportion to, or relation to, to whether they're working or not. They clearly don't want to be there, and they don't mind expressing that to the customers, which... Wow. Yeah. That's significant. Yeah. And, something and I think going on. E even other kinds of work can just kind of have a sense of repetition about it, where it's just you're going in day after day and you make this product and work on this one and the next product and, and you sell some products and people make some money, but you really have a sense that it's not really making a big difference. And then certain things that you work on, you know, are, and in my view, kind of neutral. They're not really world changing kinds of things. They're not changing people's lives in a significant way. It's just, it's nifty, but that's about it. It doesn't satisfy that need to really contribute something meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and wonderful the jobs that do. Yes. So if, if you're feeling a sense of dissatisfaction, it may be because you have this deep desire to make a real significant contribution to the lives of other people. Yeah. Yeah. And, your, and your life, or your, at least your work, maybe all, a lot of your life feels like you're moving rocks from one side of the lot to the next. Right. So I think in, in uh, getting into an endeavor that's, that's different, that's more meaningful, where you feel like it's going to change somebody's life for the better, certainly much more rewarding, much more satisfying. Well, it's the difference between being, you know, doldrum and, and boring and ho-hum and discouraged, you know, and compare that to being really excited. I, I use the word thrilling. Yeah. You know, it's really engaging, really meaningful, really rewarding. Yeah. That's yeah. the contrast. Yeah. So, so what is your life's work? What are you pursuing? Is that something that, that you feel proud of, that you would feel like this really makes a big difference? What will remain from your life after you're gone? 
and what would it be if you did nothing different? And what would you want that life's work to be for you? I think those are some really good questions to ask yourself. So the life's work kind of thing for me anyways, I just share my personal experience is like, it's, it's uh, something that I feel compelled to pursue. And it's like, I really don't have a choice. I mean, I do have a choice. I could choose not to, but there it's so driving inside where it's like, Oh, I got to do this. I got to get out there. I got to, I got to be in front of people and I got to help them, you know, pursue their life's work and do something meaningful and, and grow themselves so they can be more effective. And it's, uh, I think our coaches call it the choiceless choice. And I'm wondering if you have something like that in your life, if you found that. How about you, Rena? What's it like for you? It's, it's um, when I got really in touch with my passion, I really lit up. And um, so we've been expanding <clears throat> what we're offering in our business, Simply Great Lives, what we've been talking about on the impact hour. I'm just really, really passionate about waking people up to their impact. And... I find that when I talk about it, like I light up, like I had a show, I'm, I'm like, oh man, I wonder if that was like a little too much. <laughs> I was so excited uh, to talk about it. And um, of course, I want to be aware of my impact. And if my energy is like really out there and overwhelming people, I don't want that. I need to pull it back so so they can hear what I'm saying. And um, like I said, I, like, I love it because I, I just feel like I, I've lit up. There, mm -hmm. There's an energy behind it, a power, a strength. Um, it gives me the willingness to do stuff that's really super uncomfortable. Um, I work more. I mean, I'm doing more. I'm accomplishing more. I'm touching more lives. And um, it's just, it's a really big difference, just being in touch with that passion and utilizing it. It's kind of like coming alive. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's it's what lights you up. Mm-hmm. That's for, your for you listeners out there, what lights you up? What's something that you could really get excited about that makes a big difference in the world? What would make your eyes light up and make you come alive? What would make your heart sing? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, really, it's really fun to think about. And, you know, it's an exploration process to find out. Because some people already know. Some people kind of have an idea and it's still a little unclear. And some people, you know, haven't really gotten in touch with with that passion yet and it's all okay it's it's all a process and it just does take some commitment to really check it out and get that clarity in order to be able to move forward yeah and just to add a little bit more specifics to this uh, it does not have to be your job but although it can, it can be. be yeah you don't have to quit your job tomorrow and pursue this it's something that you can grow into over time um, and so it doesn't have to look a certain way. It could be volunteering or mentoring. Some people go and start a foundation. Some people join an existing effort. Some people start a company doing it. There's so many options. It's, it's really great to know that there's a variety of ways that you can make your impact in a way that's a really great fit for you and where you're at right now. Totally. Yeah, I like that. I like that point about you don't have to quit your job tomorrow because I think I've seen people who get stuck. And they're like, oh, you know, I got a job. I need my job. I can't do this. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, do it on the side. 
Um, maybe it is possible sometimes to get a new job if you're committed. You know, yeah, that's an option. There's just so many options. Or what you find you're passionate about could be integrated in with your work. So maybe it's not what you get paid for, but while you are at work, maybe the way you interact with people and, and what you're doing there is a part of your life's work. So that might be possible as well. Seize the opportunities that you have Yes. right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. And even though you might not see your complete vision tomorrow, we would encourage you to get started today. Yes. <laughs> get started. Yeah. So this next section we want to talk about is what gets in the way of pursuing your life's work. Some people might call it your calling or uh, like living your legacy it might be another term that people might use, even though it's not. We generally don't talk about leaving a pile of money. So then we say leaving a legacy. It's more about how you lived your life and what's the legacy of your life, not the money that you accumulated. So, so some things that can get in the way that we found that we've personally experienced. And uh, the first thing here is just not being clear on what it is that you want to pursue for your life's work. And so if you don't have something compelling that you're pursuing, the everyday things that come up tend to take priority. And your, your sort of vague idea or maybe you don't even have an idea at all that's something that never really gets pursued um, and so we would always encourage people to explore what it is you really want your life's work to be what would that be and, and it's worth taking a good amount of time to explore that and you can pick something and it'd be okay if you changed it later on <laughs> well, and what I found along those terms, like we started off doing financial coaching. I mean, we, we, that was a significant change that we made to what we're doing now. And everything that I've learned along the way has been beneficial mm -hmm. in growing me as a person and my capacity to be of greater service to other people. So, yes, definitely get started, even if it's not exactly ultimately what you're going to be doing down the road. It's it's all good, good experience, and, you know, some people are going to be positively impacted along the way. So it's all good. That's right. The next barrier that gets in the way of pursuing your life's work is you must believe it's important and believe that it's possible. And uh, I know from my experience with my heart attack that uh, when you're facing the end of your life, it is very likely, in my opinion, that suddenly all of this sort of thing will become very important to you and in in my experience you'll regret the things that you did not do far more than the things that you did do hmm. that's deep i've heard that they've done studies on that yeah people totally regret the things they didn't do yeah yeah they've done studies and i've had the experience there you go <laughs> so, back it up yeah definitely absolutely yep and they gotta believe it's possible yes right and uh yeah, that, if you think that it's not possible to pursue your passion, that'll stop you in your tracks. Yes. And, and, and it, we, we got to not listen to the naysayers because this is not the norm in our society. You know, the norm is you follow specified tracks, you have a career track, or you do college first, and you got to do X, <coughs> Y, and Z, and you pursue your career, and you do this, and you do that. And that's pretty different than what we're talking about. So we can't be listening to what other people say. We need to listen to people who also believe that it's possible. Right. They're doing it for themselves, and so now we can see the possibilities for ourselves. Very important who you hang out with. With. Yeah. 
got to hang out with people who see that it's possible. Yep, and look at look at people who are your role models, who's doing something similar already. That person isn't anything special. They weren't born with that position handed to them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they got there on purpose, and you can too. Yay. Yeah. So the other barrier, the next one we have in the list here is that uh, if you think your life is driven by the external, it'll be very hard to do something different. And I know I've experienced this earlier in my life where I did what other people wanted me to do and what other people told me I should do and what, you know, bosses or parents said I had to do. And and uh, I didn't really make a whole lot of plans for myself. It was just whatever showed up in front of me. That was what I did in pursuit. And so it's just kind of ditty bopping along, bouncing along this way and that way based on other people's opinions and desires and wants and all of that. And I didn't really have a life of my own. I was pursuing not very carefully. And well, it's almost like the path of least resistance. <clears throat> yeah. Right? It's it's just easier. It's laid out. This is what people are saying to do. This is what other people do. You know, that's just, it's the easier route. Yeah. I'm doing this just because that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yes. Um, and, and some people do that for so long, it gets ingrained into their thought process that that is the way it must be. That, you know, the economy dictates what I can and can't do and, you know, what's going on in the world. That, that influences what I can or can't do and what my boss wants me to do to stay late or whatever influences what I can or can't pursue and and we believe that we're controlled to a large degree by things out there and the truth is that we are not at the mercy of things out there we can choose for ourselves you're way more powerful than you realize yes it's, it's all about a choice well, okay, it's a lot of choices along the way. Yes. And choosing to stick with it and make it happen. It's totally possible. Very much so, yes. That's what I mean. you got to believe it's possible. Yeah. So if you're waiting for permission to start something or you're waiting for the right time or waiting for that open door, you probably are letting external circumstances influence you too much. Well, if you want permission... I'm giving it right now. <laughs> you have my permission to go and pursue what you're passionate about to make a difference in people's lives. There we go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. You have the permission now. <laughs> yeah. And just know that it's never the right time. It's There's always something. We were talking about this the other day. It's like you're, we're too busy now, and then you wait a while, and then, oh, we've got this other project, and wait a while, and, oh, you know, we've got some health issues, and then we wait a while, and it, there's never, never time. And so you need to make the time now. And we'll talk more about this right after the break. Would you put your carpet at Epcot Center or Grand Central Station for torture testing? Well, that's what Anything Goes Carpet does to set themselves apart from the rest. And that's why they offer a 20-year no-mat, no-crush warranty. That's just one of the quality floorings with a special price right now at Waldo Bowers Flooring Showroom 2300 Broadway. Two new displays have made their way to Waldo Bowers. Artistry Wood has a durable Dura-Art finish and starts at just $5.89 per square foot. And Aquarius, a luxury vinyl plank, starts at $2.99 per square foot. And Mannington has products during this fall sale too, laminate and hardwood. And the biggest savings would be on vinyl. 
panel where you can save up to $10 per square yard. Waldo Bowers, excellent customer service, professional installation, and affordable prices. Why would you go anywhere else? 0% financing is available on approved credit. Waldo Bowers, join them on Facebook, online at waldobowersfloorcovering.com or call 451-0114, 451-0114. The fall brings so many welcome changes, none more enticing than the L-certified fall collection sales event going on now at Lexus of Sacramento. It's Kitty and this is your time to drive a Lexus during the fall collection sales event. Premium L-certified models feature attractive prices and exceptional financing rates as low as 0.9% for select ES, GS and GX models. Experience amazing at Lexus of Sacramento, a legal elite dealership, 2600 Fulton Avenue. Full details at LexusofSacramento.com. This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. Republican leaders are now out with their proposal for tax reform. The good news is that the plan is pro-growth. It really could get us out of the lurch, giving corporations a mechanism to bring almost $3 trillion home from abroad and to reinvest that money right here in America. The bad news, or the concerning news, is we're running out of time. The plan allows businesses to fully expense many equipment purchases. But until the tax passes... Businesses are going to take a wait-and-see approach. Why buy equipment now if you can wait till tax reform passes, when you can then buy and deduct the expense right away? If the tax reform takes too long to pass, the economy will slow, and the GOP could enter a midterm election in the midst of a slowdown or even a recession, and they'll pay a price. No, this tax plan is not perfect, but it's a vast improvement over what we have now. Republicans and moderate Democrats ought to move quickly to pass it. I'm Jerry Boyer. Happy Hour starts at 4 p.m. every Monday on Money 105.5. Join host and 32-year mortgage veteran Rob Warner every Monday as Rob adds value to your financial future by bringing in industry leaders in the financial, mortgage, and real estate industries. Stay informed and up-to-date on the latest trends in the ever-changing financial world. Listen every Monday at 4 p.m. The Happy Hour with Rob Warner of Guild Mortgage or watch the show anytime by going to thehappyhourwithrobwarner.com. At Kids Care Dental and Orthodontics, we believe a healthy life starts with a healthy smile. That's why we put attention on prevention. With our fun environment, focus on education and prevention, and kid-friendly staff, there's no better place to keep your child's teeth healthy. From Natomas to Rancho Cordova, we have a practice near you. Visit kidscaredental.com or call 844-616-KIDS to schedule an appointment today. Kids Care Dental and Orthodontics. We don't just care for smiles, we create them. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to beandconnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's beandconnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to beandconnect.com now. 
You are listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live a life rich in meaning and significance. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about your life's work and how significant and meaningful and rewarding it can be. Before we hop back into that, I have an announcement that I want to share with you. I had the privilege of having Tiffany Luffler on the show a couple months ago, and she's with an organization called Defending the Cause. And they really advocate for families and children, and they actually help coordinate efforts among local in the Sacramento area agencies uh, that really build up and support families and kids. So they're hosting, co-hosting an event. They've got several people in on it, so it looks really fantastic. I wanna tell you just a little bit about it. Saturday, October 14th, which is this Saturday, this weekend, uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at William Jessup University. It's called Standing Up for Kids and Families. And they've got a lot of interactive experiences, and you're actually going to see what it's like to be in the foster care system. So if this is something that weighs on your heart, today we're talking about pursuing what you're passionate about, this is going to be a great opportunity. In fact, they're going to have a lot of vendors set up, so you can see all the different volunteer opportunities and how you can support these local organizations that are really making a difference in the lives of families and children. So I think that'll be phenomenal. You can get more information at defendingthecause.org. And if you'd like to hear that interview with Tiffany, all of our show recordings are available at theimpacthour.com. That one happens to be episode 44, so check it out. And just wanted to reiterate, John was inviting you all to call in. We have time to talk to you. We would love to support you in getting started in living your life's work and making your difference, your impact. And we know sometimes it's hard to get started, right? So if you'd like some support in, in, you know, you've got your idea, but you're not sure how to get going on it, we have experience in supporting people do exactly that. So you can call into the show at 866-576-1055, and we would be delighted to support you in that. Awesome. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So we're going over some things that might might stop you in your tracks pursuing your life's work. And the next thing we want to talk about is a thinking you can't attitude. And uh, I encountered uh, some interesting things. I've been riding with Uber more frequently lately and I encountered a couple of different Uber drivers. And it was kind of a big contrast between these two. Uh, one of them was uh, sharing that they'd had a, a medical issue uh, happen I don't know how long ago, but they said, oh, you know, I can't go back to my old job. And, uh, you know, I don't want to be driving for Uber all the time, but I'm stuck. I have to be here and I can't do other things. And Dude, I just cringe hearing that. Uh, you know, oh. and, and I offered some suggestions and things they could pursue or look at. And, oh, no, I can't do that. And, you know, I don't have a degree and I don't have this and I can't do that. And, and it's just so, so downer. Such you've, a downer experience. You've heard of a can-do attitude? That's a can't-do attitude. That's a can't-do attitude. Yeah. There's another Uber driver I rode with, and it was amazing. You know, I often ask, you know, you know, how long you've been driving with Uber and what's been going on. And, and this guy was like, yeah, I'm, I'm driving for Uber, but I'm also in this clothing business. I'm trying to get started up. And uh, I also, you know, I make these cell phone holders in your car. And he had one he was actually using at the time. 
and uh, it was actually pretty nifty. It was I don't know if he designed it or what, but it was it was a different design. It looked very sturdy, and he was showcasing it, and he was pretty excited about all the things that he was involved in, and like yeah, I can do this, and I got this other thing, and we'll see if this works. If that doesn't, I got these other ideas, and it was it was a lot more exciting to be in the car with him. Mm-hmm. He and, was seeing possibilities <clears throat> for himself. Yeah, he right? was seeing possibilities where the other one was just seeing problems. Mm. That's easy to do. It's easy to do. And and I think it's a, I'll reiterate, it's a huge factor who you hang out with. If you're hanging out with people who believe it can't be done, it's going to rub off on you. Yes. So if I would choose, I'd hang out with the Uber driver who's got it going on. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't pick who shows no, up. No, you can't. But it was a really great contrast. I was yeah. glad that you shared that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the can't-do attitude, we find, is looking at the problems rather than looking for solutions. And we always encourage people to drop the story around the problems and start looking for possible solutions. Just assume, this is what I do, I assume there's a way to get it done. That's just kind of how I'm wired. Yeah. So, you know, I'll try this, I'll try that, I'll brainstorm it, you know, it's, it's, it's just assume that there's a way to get it done. Because if you assume it can't be done, then you're right, because you're gonna stop. Right. It's powerful. Yeah, your belief in the possibility of it has a huge influence on whether you can or can't do it. If you think it's not possible, how long do you attempt something before you stop? See, I told you it wouldn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't help it. (laughs) Yeah. But even if if it's not quite that much of an Eeyore attitude, you think, oh, maybe I can do this. I'm not sure, but I think maybe I can't and, you know, I don't know. And, you know, how many attempts do you make before you go, okay, it can't be done? And if you believe it can be done, how many attempts do you make? And just that alone would probably influence whether you can or can't. How many times did it take for Thomas Edison to invent the light bulb? A bazillion. Well, like, <laughs> like a thousand or ten. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't memorize some, it. It's, some number. If he had given up, see, it would have been easy to give up. But he yeah. kept going. Just figure it can be done. Yeah. The other thing uh, we find that stops people is a short time horizon. So if you're thinking it has to be done today or this week, or this month, or this year, and you think, oh, well, I don't think I can do that that soon, I might as well not try, then your your time horizon is actually limiting it. And mm-hmm. if you start having a broader time horizon, you know, what is possible in five years? What could you possibly accomplish in 10? If you pursued a passion for 10 years, do you think it'd be pretty awesome at it after 10 years? Probably. Yeah, definitely. You'd be amazing at it. But if you're thinking, oh, you know, in this year, I don't, I don't know if I could be any good at it. You know, and that, that may be true. There may be some limited success. There's a lot of learning. Got to be willing to do the learning, learning and, and stick it through. But it's a matter of getting started now so that you get those benefits sooner. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, listened in on a webinar just for a little bit my computer kept seizing up but um the lady was talking about you know teaching an online class and she's like you know give yourself a year to get to really nail this and i was like wow it really opened up my mind you know because so many i appreciated the honesty because so much marketing says oh you know do my program and you'll be successful in 30 days and you know the fact is it takes a commitment and some time Right. So allow yourself that, and the learning is precious. Yeah, and you can be successful earlier, depending on what you call success. 
you know, overnight success just rarely happens overnight, but, <laughs> but uh, there are steps along the way that can be considered successful. So, so the 30 day thing probably isn't a real lie, but it kind of misleads people. People think, oh, I'm going to be this, you know, I'm going to go viral in 30 days. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. So part of that is like, when is the right time to plant a tree? You think about that. Think, well, I want the tree now. I wished I'd planted it five years ago, right? And you don't know if you're going to be around in five years, but maybe it would be. So maybe, maybe it is a good time to plant a tree. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing that can really hold people back is low self-confidence, low self-esteem, self-esteem and low energy. And uh, that is a huge thing. And it's one of the things that we work on, especially in your class. Uh, and we've worked on that some in our seminars that people come to is people believing they're not the kind of person who can do those things and be that kind of person who does that. Oh, I've got a whole lesson on on trusting the value that you bring. No, you've got it going on. So just just embrace it and go with it. Yes. Got to believe that you're the kind of person that can really make a difference. Yeah. And that, that have to do, has to do with a lot of messages that we receive. Maybe we are in the middle of receiving messages about how we're not very valuable and we're not very good. And maybe we received messages growing up that were even, they even soaked in even more that, you know, gave us messages about our value. And, and part of this is really countering those messages and giving and receiving messages that, that say the opposite. I would say first identify the message that you got and then really work to replace that with what's true. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely. that's the key thing. The the new message is what's true. The the degrading message is actually a lie. Yeah. 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 You got to fully embrace that so that you know your value and that'll help you get going. Totally. Certain. Well, I know that we need to take a break. So, I want you to stay tuned, stay tuned. We're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning. Significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives, and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Interrupting life as usual. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back. We've been talking about your life's work today. What is your life's work? And uh, are you planning on having a life's work? Is that something you want to create on purpose? Because I can pretty much guarantee you it won't happen by accident. Yes. <laughs> Got to create that on purpose. Yes. So these are some things that get in the way of pursuing a life's work. And one of the things this is really big is being set on specific details. 
it's got to be a two-room school with brown paint and in the specific in a, location and a pitched roof you know in <laughs> yeah. in wyoming and if that doesn't happen oh well okay i you know i guess i can't do that that's really not an exact well maybe you're, it's a slightly exaggeration but the, we've really seen people who have on their heart something that they want to accomplish and they are consistently not moving forward <clears throat> on it because to them it needs to look a certain way and if it's not exactly like this they're waiting 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 and the fact is we can get started on a slightly different version of that if we're clear on what we want to accomplish there's going to be lots of options on how to do it yeah the key thing here is to understand what is the core the essence of what it is you actually want to accomplish so you know mozart wanted to make music and if he was stuck on a specific style of music on a specific kind of instrument maybe he wouldn't have done very much uh, i don't know his story that that good but you know, for okay. most of us, we have to know what is essentially what we want, and then everything else can be shifted and changed and moved around and adjusted as needed. And so if what you're essentially wanting, what's really most important is that you get to uh, provide schools to kids who normally don't have that, you know, then there's a lot of options for schools for kids. It doesn't have to be in a building. There's lots of ways to get that done. But if you're thinking, oh, it has to be this kind of building exactly in this specific location, then, then maybe it'll be barriers, and then you'll get stuck. Yeah, I've seen that even in the realm of technology. Well, I want to have an online store, and so it's going to have to have this kind of platform with this specific. And, you know, I'll just be honest. As we're, we're dreaming about it and planning it, it's fun to think about the details, I, that, I know that's something that I've enjoyed a lot. It actually brings a lot of pleasure, <laughs> which is so it's totally cool as long as you don't get stuck on those details and let it be something that holds you back from moving forward when there's another alternative that you can get going on sooner. Yes. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you don't think about details. You just don't hold on to the details too tightly. Right. Because if you never get to details, you're just dreaming and you never move forward on that either. And so it has to get to details, but you need to be flexible. Yeah, and like you already said, it's it's being really clear about the essence of what it is that you're wanting to achieve. Because knowing what you want to achieve instead of how, the what has a lot more flexibility and options to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking the other day about uh, art. I thought it was a really great example. And our, our younger son was saying that what he envisioned in his head just doesn't come out on the paper when he's trying to do art. And you're talking to your friend who does art professionally. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's that's the way it goes. Yeah. And, and Work with a, it. The part of a part of the art is going, wow, this is this came out different than I thought. Wasn't what I was envisioning, but it actually is better than I thought. Yeah. What can I do with it from here? Okay. Now what? All right. Okay, cool. Now what can I do with this? Yeah. Yeah. Letting it be a process that that unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. The other other big thing we see this I, I see it a ton is settling. It's going for something smaller and lesser than what you really really want because you think that's achievable. It seems reasonable. It's not so stretchy. It doesn't you won't look quite so foolish if you try it and fail. And so, oh, I don't really go for what I really want. What I'll do is I just do this little thing over here instead. And I think that's so sad. And I think 
in my experience, again, at the end of your life, you're going to look back and really regret the things you did not do rather than the things you did. You're going to look at that and go, oh, man, now, now my time's up and I never got to pursue what I really wanted. And I think one of the reasons, I'm, I'm guessing, tell me if this is true, but one of the reasons that you find it so sad is because you see the potential in the people and what they can do, and they don't see that for themselves. They, they, they like that, they want that, but they don't know that it's possible for them, so they, as you say, settle right. for something lesser. Yeah. An extreme form of settling is what we call shrinking the gap. There's a gap between where you are and what you'd like to be pursuing and one of the tricks people pull is uh, the gap is uncomfortable, so they just declare that they're already at their goal without doing anything different. Oh, I'm already there. I'm already making a huge difference just by what I'm currently doing. But if you were to take an honest look, no one would ever really say that you really achieved your goal. You're just saying that you achieved it without doing anything different because that feels much more comfortable or safe. So we wanted to kind of uh, end the show today talking about what is possible. What is possible for you? And we thought there might be a really great way to tweak a question that we often ask ourselves. We often ask, can I do this? Can I do that? Can I pursue this thing? Can I achieve my goal? Can I make a difference in the world? And we want to change the question by adding one word to it and ask, how can I? And that makes all the difference in the world and it changes the kind of answers you get. Can I is yes or no. How can I is all about possibilities. What are some ways I can achieve that? And we believe a whole lot is possible if you don't hold on to the specifics too much and you're a flexible and you hold on to what's truly important, what's essential about the goals and the life's work you wanna create and do that over time and eventually you'll just get better and better and better at it you'll become such an expert and you'll be amazing and at the end of your life you'll go yes nailed it finished well <laughs> <laughs> the fist pump in the air right there we go yeah yeah you talk about getting support too um yeah getting support in our experience is essential we would certainly not ever pursue something like this without having someone else to walk alongside us. We did try for a while. Our growth was really slow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, wasn't non, it wasn't non-existent. We did grow. We did pursue, but not to the same degree we do now when we have support. It's such a big difference. It, it shrinks the learning curve it, the, or the amount of time that it takes to learn and grow and, and accomplish when, when we have support. Yes. And people you think of that are inspiring – they started out oftentimes in just as regular people and because they, they did it, you can do it too. So some examples, uh, there's a fellow by the name Jim Stovall. You might have heard of him. He's written books. He's made, made movies and he's blind. He can't see anything at all. He became blind, I think it was, what is around? He's a young adult. Young adult, college mm -hmm. or late yeah. high school somewhere in there yeah. and he talked about when he tells a story that for a while he just wanted to stay in a nine by nine room and and just stay safe in there and do nothing and it took him quite a bit of of uh, time and effort uh, to learn that you know really even though he's blind he's got more options in his life than to just stay safe in a nine by nine room and 
he decided that you know there's things that were not being done for blind folks, so he started that. He started doing uh, voiceovers for movies because he liked movies. He couldn't see them anymore, but he still wanted to enjoy them, and so he started out doing that, and it just grew from there. And now he does public speaking, and he's written books, and he's been in and he's created movies because he still likes movies, and he's been there and and created stories, and done some amazing things. Yeah, that's awesome. There's there's tons of great examples, if you look around, of people who start from modest beginnings and really make things happen. So it's really a matter of believing it. And we love supporting people in getting the clarity on exactly what you want for to be your life's work and then supporting you and making it happen. That belief in yourself, the overcoming the obstacles, the growing yourself, the making it happen. It's exactly what we do. So if you'd like to schedule a time to talk with John or I, uh, we'd be happy to do a discovery session with you. We're working on our calendaring app which is just a little it's almost working again almost working again but you can send us an email through the impacthour.com website just click on send us an email i think and uh just let us know that you'd like to set a time and we would love to talk to you to support you in finding your life's work and getting going on it because we know you've got what it takes and you got it going on (laughs) totally (laughs) it's been a great show today thanks for listening you've been listening to the impact hour have an awesome week I'm Craig Ashton of the Injury Law Firm of Ashton & Price. When you're injured in an automobile accident and you call a lawyer, you deserve to talk immediately to a real live person. You deserve to meet with an experienced attorney. You deserve to be introduced to the very best medical care in the region. And you deserve never to pay a legal fee until you win. In short, you deserve Ashton & Price. Ashton & Price has been practicing personal injury law for over 21 years, so believe me, we know what we're doing. There's never a fee unless you win, so call Ashton & Price for a free consultation. Remember, for the best advice, don't think twice. Call Ashton and Price. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener special. Be sure to use the promo code KTKZ because you love KTKZ and that's how you get the deal. Order your MyPillow buy one get one radio listener special now. Click on the radio listener special and use the promo code KTKZ at MyPillow.com. 
Indoor skydiving in Roseville is now open and ready to help you fly. And what a day it will be. Experience the thrill of human flight at iFly Sacramento located in Harding in Roseville. 